can't sleep I count my blessings instead of sheep I fall asleep counting my blessings When my bankroll is getting small I think of when I had none at all I fall asleep counting my blessings. Anybody else? White Christmas? One of the favorites at our house. We haven't seen it this year yet, but uh, there's, there, that's a good way to fall asleep, right? Counting your blessings? That's, uh, that's, that's always good. Um, counting our blessings is a, is a great thing to do. The idea of having blessings, uh, being blessed, I mean, I, I think that's... that's Everybody kind of wants that, right? And most of us probably uh, want some sort of blessing or we want to be blessed in some way. We pray for blessings in our lives. Um, Most of you probably, when you sit down to eat, pray a prayer of blessing unless you have pre-blessed food, which is a whole other video if you were around. Yeah, anyway, Uh, we... we, we, um, Pray for uh, for God's intervention in uh, in certain aspects of our lives. We ask for God to to bring favor or blessing on our lives and the lives of those we we know and love. There are there are people who have a a, a service of blessing sometimes when they move into their a new home, and so they they have a a home blessing. And uh, I've been a part of uh, one or two of those where where uh, we've gone in and 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 kind of blessed this home that uh, that that they're they're moving into. There there are some traditions. Um, Probably, thankfully, not mine, but some traditions where there is a pet blessing and uh, a, a priest or a, a minister prays over uh, Fido or Tweety or, or Garfield or, I don't know, cats, I think it takes double. But um, anyway, the idea of being blessed is one of those things that most people would probably say that they want. Um, no matter what your beliefs or lifestyle, yeah, I, I want to be blessed. I, I want to have a blessed life. But, but what does that mean? Much of the time, I, I think we, we talk about it and, and we mean, maybe in the back of our minds, we don't say it, maybe we do. Uh, it means financial gain, something uh, related to our, to our finances uh, or, or the stuff that, that, that money can buy. If we, if we have what we need, we have a little extra, then we say we're blessed. Uh, relationships are also usually part of that. We, we, we think about, if you look at, well, we had that, that series last year, uh, hashtag blessed, right? And we talked about people kind of humble brag and, and talk about all the stuff that they have. And then they go, well, I'm hashtag blessed. We see those, uh, usually it's about stuff that they get or about relationships that they have, right? Um, and so uh, a lot of our relationships, I, I think we, we think about as, as, uh, as our blessings, uh, being blessed would also just mean uh, comfort, I think, a lot of times. Uh, if I'm blessed, I'm, I'm living a comfortable, easy life. To, to, to quote another old musical, uh, since we're doing that today, I guess, uh, I've got a wonderful feeling everything's going my way. If, if, that's, how, if that's your testimony, then you're going, okay, I'm, I'm blessed. Uh, that's the blessed life. I have a couple of questions in that. How do we know that, that it's a blessed life and it's not just lucky? Right? Uh, oh, just I just got the you know it just all happened that way, or or maybe uh, I'm, I, I'm it's not blessed so much as I'm just enjoying the the results of good old fashioned hard work and dedication, and I put in the work, and now I'm getting the results of that, and so I uh, it, it, everything's going my way because I planned it this way, and and, and you know, and and then what if things go wrong? 
uh, does that mean I'm cursed? If I'm blessed all the time, uh, oh, I'm blessed, I'm blessed, I'm blessed. So what if things go wrong and, and it goes in a different direction? Does that mean that I'm not blessed or that I'm, that I'm cursed? I, I think I wanna unpack a little bit of that today. Uh, one thing we need to acknowledge is that if we say we're blessed, we're implying something. We're implying that there is someone or something that is doing the blessing, Right? Uh, the idea of blessing means that we're acknowledging that the, the, the good things we're experiencing didn't just, just happen, uh, but, but that someone else, uh, someone out there, probably God, right? Where we're usually talking about uh, uh, God is smiling on us or blessing us in some way. Uh, if, if you say that you're blessed, then you're acknowledging that someone is doing the blessing. There is a blesser and a blessee, I guess we could say. So, so we're acknowledging that if we're saying that we're blessed, as I think about the Christmas story and uh, uh, all the folks uh, that are that were part of that uh, of Jesus coming uh, uh, on that first Christmas, there, I think there's one one character that is uh, is blessed or says that she she is blessed more than any other, and that is Mary, Jesus' mother. Uh, if if we look at the life of Mary, I, I think we can gain a little bit of insight and understanding about it. What it really means to be blessed not just hashtag blessed, but what it really means to be blessed as God defines blessing. So we're gonna, gonna read a, a good little section of, uh, of, of scripture today in Luke chapter one, where Mary, uh, where we see the story of Mary. And, um, and, and you're gonna see that um, uh, throughout this passage, you're gonna see references to the favor of God and the blessing of God on her. So Luke one, beginning in verse 26 In the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a town in Galilee, to a virgin pledged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of David. The virgin's name was Mary. The angel said to her, went to her and said, greetings, you who are highly favored. The Lord is with you. Mary was greatly troubled at his words and wondered what kind of greeting this might be. But the angel said to her, do not be afraid, Mary, you have found favor with God. You will conceive and give birth to a son and you are to call him Jesus. He will be great and will be called the son of the most high. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father, David, and he will reign over Jacob's descendants forever. His kingdom will never end. How will this be, Mary asked the angel, since I'm a virgin? The angel answered, the Holy Spirit will come on you and the power of the most high will overshadow you. So the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. Even Elizabeth, your relative, is going to have a child in her old age, and she who was said to be unable to conceive is in her sixth month, for no word from God will ever fail. I am the Lord's servant, Mary answered. May it be to me as you have said. Then the angel left her. At that time, Mary got ready and hurried to a town in the hill country of Judea where she entered Zechariah's home and greeted Elizabeth. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the baby leaped in her womb and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. In a loud voice, she exclaimed, blessed are you among women and blessed is the child you will bear. But why am I so favored that the mother of my Lord should come to me? As soon as the sound of your greeting reached my ears, the baby in my womb leaped for joy. Blessed is she who has has believed that the Lord would fulfill his promise to her. And Mary said, my soul glorifies the Lord. And my spirit rejoices in God, my Savior, for he has been mindful of the humble, estate, humble state of his servant. From now on, all generations will call me blessed. For the mighty one has done great things for me. Holy is his name. 
His mercy extends to those who fear him from generation to generation. He has performed mighty deeds with his arm. He has scattered those who are proud in their inmost thoughts. He has brought down rulers from their thrones, but has lifted up the humble. He has filled the hungry with good things, but has sent the rich away empty. He has helped his servant Israel, remembering to be merciful to Abraham and his descendants forever, just as he promised our ancestors. Mary stayed with Elizabeth for about three months and then returned home. Quite a, quite a passage. Uh, the angel appears to Mary. Uh, then she goes and hangs out with, uh, with Elizabeth for a little while. God found favor with Mary. The angel said she was highly favored. Elizabeth proclaimed that, that, that she was blessed among women multiple times. And, and Mary herself acknowledged in her, in her song that the, the generations would come to call her blessed. And, and we are actually fulfilling that, that prophecy right now when we are calling her blessed. So uh, let's take a look at Mary's life and, and see what blessing is from God's perspective. And the first thing might come as a little bit of a surprise. The first one is that sometimes a blessing really looks like a curse. It's not all sunshine and roses and unicorns. Mary had, had already been living a good, simple life. I mean, she had a husband to, date, to be, and not every girl was that fortunate. Uh, she had a family. She was, she was following the law. Uh, but, but when God's little blessing came into her life, everything turned upside down. I mean, uh, unwed mothers were called many things back then, but blessed was not one of them. Uh, in fact, the Old Testament says a lot about unmarried pregnant women, and none of it is good. Uh, Deuteronomy twenty two twenty one even says that such a woman should be brought to the entrance of her father's home and stoned to death. Well, Joseph wasn't going to go that far, but he was going to divorce her quietly. Mary would have, would have been the object of gossip and scorn in the streets, and certainly no one at that point would have referred to her as the Blessed Virgin Mary. It was not going, that was not how they were referring to Mary in those early days. Traveling the, the distance to, to see not just a relative, but a priest's wife probably would have been a daunting task for an unwed mother like Mary as well. We don't know if she traveled with anyone or not. Probably she did. Uh, we don't know the, the, all the logistics of that. But, uh, but the angel had told her of Elizabeth's miraculous conception. And, and so uh, Mary was excited about that. And, and yet, she didn't know what kind of reception she might receive in a priest's home in her condition. Again, the law and all the things that went against her and to show up in a home of one of the people who preached these things. It seems like our idea of being blessed probably wouldn't apply to Mary. I mean, it wasn't gonna be good for her finances and, and it was ruining her relationships and, and life was, was gonna be anything but comfortable or easy. Mary would not have posted this on her Facebook page. There's the ultrasound. Not getting married as originally planned. I'm expecting. No, Joseph's not the father. Funny story though, hashtag blessed. That probably would not be part of what she would have had there been Facebook back in the day. If blessing means comfort and prosperity, then Mary was far from blessed. So maybe it doesn't mean that. Sometimes a blessing looks like a curse. And so that's why Mary needed some reassurance. And I'm sure after the initial shock of the, the angel's visit, and then as she noticed uh, changes to her body that was confirming the news, uh, reality began to set, set in. This was really happening, and, and it wasn't so great. And so she headed south to visit Elizabeth. And immediately, 
She received all the reassurance that she needed. Elizabeth's response to Mary was not one of condemnation and what have you done, but it was a call for, uh, it was a response of blessing. Blessings poured out of Elizabeth to, uh, to, to Mary as, as John in utero uh, did a backflip and Elizabeth is filled with the Holy Spirit and, and proclaims blessing upon blessing upon blessing about Mary and her child-to-be. Mary responded with what has been, been called the Magnificat uh, in, in the church uh, or Mary's song, uh, my soul magnifies the Lord. Although the text says that she said these words, um, the, that, that passage there, Luke 1, 46 to 55, is actually one of the eight most ancient Christian hymns of the church. It's Mary's spontaneous declaration of praise to God because of the, the uh, uh, outpouring of blessing that she received from Elizabeth, even in the face of what appeared to be not such a great thing. She was counting her blessings. Although all of this could have seemed like a curse, Mary's visit to Elizabeth was just the encouragement that she needed to remain faithful, even in the face of, of, of these difficult circumstances. It wasn't gonna get a whole lot easier. I mean, there was, there was this long trek back to Nazareth uh, when she's three months pregnant. And then another journey back to, uh, to, to Bethlehem uh, when she's in month nine of, of, of her pregnancy. And, and there's, uh, they get there and there's no hotel, not even a bed. Strangers are showing up in all hours of the night. Uh, they had to flee to Egypt. Uh, I mean, it, it, you can't really make this stuff up. The story is, is uh, it's stranger than fiction. Blessings don't always appear like blessings on the surface. You need to know that because some of you are facing difficult circumstances that don't really feel much like blessing. It it might feel like I can never post hashtag blessed because of this and this and this and it's overwhelming and I don't know what to do and maybe I'm even cursed. You might be tempted to think God has forgotten you. (laughs) Maybe Christmas Sunday is a great time to remember that God has, has never and never will forget you Blessings aren't always obvious. Probably circle back around to that in just a minute. The next thing I want you to know about blessing is that it's not about you. Being blessed is not about you. I, I, one person that I, that I read recently said that, that blessing uh, it could be categorized in three different ways. Sometimes we say that blessing has to do with prestige. Uh, I'm blessed because I deserve it. And so I've, I've reached this status and that's why I'm blessed. Or it's, it's uh, uh, my position. I'm blessed, I'm blessed, and no one else is. I'm, it's unique to my position, and so I'm blessed. Or the third one is, it has to do with purpose. I'm blessed in order to fulfill a purpose. And so many times we, we look at blessing as one of those first two, uh, and, and, and even to this extent of, I've done these good things so that I've earned blessing, but if it's earned, I, I, think it's, I don't think we can categorize it as a blessing. I mean, it's something we deserve. We, we earned it. But God's blessing, God's grace, God's favor in our lives is not something that we earn. God's blessings are given and they're given for a purpose. We're blessed to be a blessing. And that was so true for Mary. I mean, it wasn't about her. She, was, she, uh, she considered herself blessed, however, because God deemed her worthy to fulfill his purposes. She didn't have any position. She didn't have any prestige. Uh, she, was, she was just living life as a, as a teenager, getting ready, getting ready to get married and, and move into the next phase of her life. And, and God blessed her 
primarily to fulfill his purposes through her. Being blessed is not about you. And God's blessing is also available for everyone. God's blessing is readily available. Mary sang about it. She said, his mercy extends to those who fear him from generation to generation. Uh, For those who fear him, for those who have been following God, for those who have reverence for him and acknowledge who he is, then it's, it's mercy and blessing that comes. The possibility of that, of that blessing is extended to everyone. Each one of us can fear the, the Lord. And if we do, then we receive his mercy. Those blessings show up in, in different ways in our lives. Mary was the only person that was favored to fulfill that specific purpose for her life uh, and, and to carry Jesus and, and to be the, the, the mother of, of God and, and, and uh, all those things. That, that blessing was unique to her, but God wants to bless each one of us to fulfill his purposes through us specifically, even if it doesn't look like it at first. So how can we be blessed? Uh, who is it that God, that God blesses? How can we, how can we uh, uh, be open to and respond to the blessing of God? I think as, as we look through scripture and we look through the life of, of Mary, uh, one, one group of people that, that, that are blessed certainly are those who persevere. God blesses those who persevere. Mary knew that, that her blessing was coming, uh, that, 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 that good things were coming, that, and that even in the, the hard journey, there was still blessing uh, uh, through it all. There's nothing too pretty about the Christmas story. I mean, we've insulated ourselves and we've made it all uh, pretty and nice. Um, we, we've uh, kind of gotten rid of the ridicule and the, and the long journeys and the sore muscles and the smells and the grime and, and all those sorts of things. We clean it up for our songs and for our services. I don't think that I've ever heard a carol about the manure pile in the stall next to the manger. Uh, I don't think we're gonna hear anybody singing about the unsanitary conditions of giving birth in a barn and all that that would entail. But Mary endured all of that. She persevered because of the blessing that God poured out upon her to be blessed in order to fulfill his purpose. A few other places in scripture uh, where we see this principle, James chapter one, verse 12 says, blessed is the one who perseveres under trial because having stood the test, that person will receive the crown of life that the Lord has promised to those who love him. Again, in James chapter five, verse 11, as you know, we count as blessed those who have persevered. You have heard of Job's perseverance and have seen what the Lord finally brought about. The Lord is full of compassion and mercy. And in 1 Peter 4, 14, if you are insulted because of the name of Christ, you are blessed for the spirit of glory and of God rests on you. Persevering, hanging in there, even in the face of trials and and hardship and even persecution, it's all worthy of blessing. And Mary is a a prime example of, of persevering through all of that and more. Why are we blessed if we persevere? Well, not only are we recognizing that God is with us in the middle of it, but, but we're also recognizing that, that the God's plans will prevail in the end. Some people say and, uh, that, that as, as motivation, don't give up. Many people give up uh, right, before, uh, right before a breakthrough. And that might be true. Uh, I think we do give up way too soon, a whole lot of the time. Mary knew that God's blessing was more important than the hardships that she had to endure. She was persevering through of that. 
I guess we have to ask ourselves, am I, have I been tempted to give up in some area of my life? Have I recognized that, that God may in fact be working behind, God is working behind the scenes to bring about his plans. Um, what are the areas in your life where you're tempted to give up? Hold on, persevere. There is blessing in store for those who persevere. Blessing also comes to those who have faith. Uh, Jeremiah 17, seven says, blessed is the one who trusts in the Lord, whose confidence is in him. John 20, 29, Jesus told them, because you have seen me, you, be, you have believed. Blessed are those who have not seen and yet have believed. Proverbs 3, five and six, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding and all your ways submit to him and he will make your paths straight. Faith in God is blessed every time. I mean, it took immense faith for Mary to agree to God's plan. She, she had one question, uh, but, but it wasn't really out of doubt. It was out of curiosity. How will this be since I'm a virgin? I mean, she's not doubting that it would happen. She just wants to know the mechanics involved. Uh, one big reason that, that, that Mary was blessed was because of her faith. If we want blessing in our lives, then we have to believe God and what he says. Hebrews eleven six says that without faith, it is impossible to please God. We have to believe him. We have to believe that he loves us. We have to believe that his plans are to, uh, to bless us. His plans are to bring about his plans and his purpose through us. I'm not talking about wealth and prosperity and comfort. Mary's story was anything of, like that, far from that. God wants to bless you for his purposes so that you will be a blessing to others, so that he will be a blessing through you to others. We need to have faith. We need to believe that because there is blessing in store for those who believe. And there is also blessing in store for those who obey. I mean, Mary, uh, well, all the characters in the Christmas story, especially Mary, uh, lived out that faith by obeying. Luke eleven twenty eight 28 uh, spells this out. Blessed are those who hear the word of God and obey it. John 13, 17, now that you know these things, you will be blessed if you do them. Uh, James 1, 25, whoever looks intently to the perfect law that gives freedom and continues in it, not forgetting what they've heard, but doing it, they will be blessed in what they do. Obeying, not just hearing God's direction, but doing it. That's what God blesses. It's, it's his plan. Uh, he knows what's best. So we follow him, we obey him, and that leads to his blessing more than we could ever possibly dream up. I, I, Mary exhibited this so dramatically. I mean, the, the angel uh, comes to her and describes a, I mean, a cosmic shift in what she thought was what her life would be. It literally turned her completely different and, and, and spelled out a completely different life than, than, than what she had planned and what was, what was common and what was accepted and all those sorts of things. And her response to all that, when this angel comes and it's amazing and nobody's gonna believe it and is it even real and, and you're gonna do this and this is gonna happen, your life's gonna be completely different. And her response is, Okay, sounds good. Let's do that, right? Well, the scripture says it this way. May it be to me as you have said. I mean, then she did it. She, she followed through on it. She walked the hard road. Uh, and today we call her blessed. And one big reason, perhaps the, the biggest reason is because of her obedience to God. I, I, and I wonder today if, if there are places where we're shying away from following through on what God wants for our lives? Is there, is there something 
that you need to say no to and you're saying yes? Is there something that you need to say yes to and you're saying no? Are there habits that need to be broken? Is there a calling that needs to be pursued? Probably not gonna be an angel uh, you know, coming in front of you and spelling it all out for you like there was for Mary. But if we're not obeying God, we won't experience his blessings. As with virtually all the characters in the, in the Christmas story, Mary didn't necessarily look like someone that could accomplish <laughs> something that was world-changing. But God literally changed the world through her and through her humble obedience. Mary was blessed among women. All generations to come will call her blessed, she said. And it's happened and it's true. Pastor and author Calvin Miller uh, writes these words. God started the whole adventure of Christianity in Nazareth. Why Nazareth? Because there he found a woman who was completely yielded to his purpose for her life. Great works of God rarely start in big places. Rather, they start in small places, in some person with a big commitment. Faith, obedience, perseverance, all of that comes from a big commitment. It's life devoted to God. And maybe that's ultimately where we find blessing. Uh, maybe that's where it is, a life sold out to God and to his purposes. Uh, Mary had, had already found favor with God, uh, but, but when he blessed her with his purpose and with his plan, she never wavered. Her response was, may it be to me as you have said, a big commitment, life-changing, world-changing. Where, where is it in your life where you need to utter the words, God, may it be to me as you have said. Where is it in your life where, where maybe you're struggling or maybe you're, I don't wanna go there, I don't wanna, uh, and I'm holding back. And, where do you need to commit yourself to God? Maybe, maybe this Christmas, maybe this time, maybe it's, it's the perfect time to submit to God's will and, and in doing so, step into his grace and his blessing. Right, it doesn't always look like blessing. It's not about you, <laughs> make that commitment. And once you do, hang on, uh, things are gonna get crazy uh, pretty soon. I think as we do and we step into that blessing, just like Mary, our souls will be magnifying the Lord as we're counting our blessings. We're gonna pray. And as we prepare our hearts for prayer, your, your head's bowed and, and uh, maybe you're listening to me, but, but even more, you're, you're focused on connecting with God. Our, our theme through this, this season has been the thrill of hope. And we get excited about the hope that comes from Christ. If we're honest with ourselves, though, I, I think maybe many times we live for this Christmas season, the thrill of hype <laughs> and all of the, all of the, uh, the outward stuff, the the gifts and the decorations and the shopping and the parties and the stuff. So as we spend this moment, I just pray that you would get rid of the hype and focus on the hope, the hope of Jesus. Jesus, that was that, that blessing to Mary so many years ago. Jesus that wants to bring blessing to your life.
Not, not, not so that you can have any big gain for yourself, but a blessing to use you to bring God to the world. Lord, I pray that as we submit ourselves to you over these next couple of days, I pray that, 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 that you would be this, our central focus. I pray, Lord, that, that even in this moment that we can make or renew that big commitment that, that we are sold out to you and whatever you want, may it be to us as you have said. Not anything that we have on our minds or, or in our hearts, not anything of what we think things should be, but Lord, I pray that, that if we need to say no to something, that we'll do it. That if we need to say yes to something, that we'll do it. That if we've been holding back on you, that we'll make that commitment to, to follow you. Even right now, in this moment, God, I wanna follow you. Lord, I pray that, that as we think about this story, I pray that you will impact us and help us to know that it's real, that it really happened, that Jesus really came. I pray, Lord, that, that we wouldn't just stop at the manger, but that we would recognize and know that you're coming again. And we want to spend eternity with you. We want to see your blessing throughout our lives, both now and in eternity. I pray that, that as we go from this place, that you would help us to be a blessing, to live out your blessing in the, uh, in the, in the lives of the people that we, we, uh, we encounter even over the next couple of days, as we celebrate, as we get together with folks maybe we haven't seen in a while, as we, as we reconnect, as maybe we try to bury the hatchet and start over in some relation. I, I just pray that, that you would help us as we experience your blessing, that, that that would flow through us to the lives that we touch. Lord, we thank you for Mary and her example for us today. We thank you for your love. We thank you for the joy that we have. We thank you for the peace that you bring. Lord, as we've talked about this whole season, we thank you for the thrill of hope that there's, there's, there's things in store and we're, we can't wait to see you face to face. Go with us now, we pray, and help us to be a blessing in every area of our lives. In Jesus' name we pray, amen.